0: listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network featuring Pod of Thrones and the Shiznit. This is the Red Rock Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. Now, put your hands together
1: for the
0: Shiznit. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Shiznit Show. I am your host, your boy Dino Red, and I have with me, as usual, my ride or die... (laughs) <laughs> right. <laughs> it seems like i don't know what it is lately it's like i can't get both of y'all in here at the same time but for like maybe one episode and then somebody's gone and then we're, somebody's bagging it it's just y'all just like we're very
2: popular we're very very popular
0: in yeah, demand
2: well she was sick and then she has a, she has a real legit family thing to do and then i just had some you know acting bidding it before but i'm
0: here yeah so no no deja monique today because she's off um She's somewhere getting it in.
2: Oh, you're wrong. She's for that.
0: she's using her her sister's baby shower as a cover. <laughs> but we really know what's going on. You
1: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Pip Lily's here though.
0: But Pip Lily, the man, the myth, the legend, is in the house. That's
2: right. <sighs> With my effervescence. You know I'm gonna ride that good review for like a year i'm gonna start introducing myself like hi i'm pip lily i have more effervescence than a shaken bottle of champagne man i would i don't
0: blame you i would too <laughs> shit that would be like that would be on my um on my voicemail and everything I
2: just <laughs> my mom actually was talking to me this week about that my mom because uh you know she's my mom so she's she, not that she, she just follows my career level she's not that kind of mom but right she she pays attention right and uh the review for the show I'm in right now. This is the best review I've gotten in literally 30 years since I was in college. Wow! And she's like, and she said it. She's like, you remember that review when you did Ain't Misbehaving in college?
1: She was. This is as good as that.
2: I'm like, yeah, it's been that long. Yay, yay. Shout out for the supportive mom. Yeah, that's, that's, I uh, love my mom. that's
0: big. That's big.
2: I'm gonna shout see out. my mom in uh, about three weeks. Oh yeah. Yeah, in Chicago. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Go and visit my brother. We all gonna get together. Cool. So speaking of brother, Family shout time. out. Shout out to my brother Alan. He came to the show last night. <laughs> Shout out to Alan. All right. And how many how many siblings do you have again? I have five brothers and two sisters. Damn. You got... I don't... Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm the only... So there's eight of you guys? Well, no, not really. Okay, so I'm the only product of my parents because okay. they were teenagers when I was born. And right. then they went off their separate ways. My dad moved to Long Beach. Okay. My stepmother had... Long Beach, uh, California? Uh-huh. Okay. And had like five kids with her. Okay. And then my mom had two kids with another marriage. Okay. So
0: you're like me. Yeah. I don't. I don't have any brothers and sisters where we share both a mother and a father. Right. It's like either we have the same father, or we have the same mother. Exactly. And I'm the only one that's like, it's kind of weird. It is weird. Do, and, do you feel like a little bit like not that? And, and trust me and my, my sister, <clears throat> my sister, Kim, she, she feels a little, some kind of way about it because she feels like she's never treated me like, and she hasn't in fairness to her or, or my, my big brother or, or my siblings. None of them, have treated me, you know, especially like the the two I consider like my I don't I was raised with. You right, know what I mean? Right, so yes. I consider yeah. them like was, my my fool or whatever. No, know what you mean. know, because we were raised together. Uh <clears throat> I'm the youngest of, of us three. And they never treated me like, you know, anything other than a brother. You mm-hmm. know, any anything no and not even the slightest little way. But there's still just little subtle things or whatever where it makes me feel kind of an like an outsider or like not exactly just a little different, you know what I, I mean? I,
2: I think I do know what you mean. It's not quite the same for me. I was raised by my mother uh, with my brother and sister in Illinois, mm-hmm. and uh, I I think of them the same way. Like you probably think of the siblings you were raised with, like right? I, I, not that they are any more real, my brothers and sisters, than the ones from California. But right. we was raised. I saw them every day, yeah. And we was raised by the same parent, right? My brothers and my sister out here were raised by my dad, and we were raised separately. Uh, and I do feel somewhat on the outside because they are—they were all raised together. They have the same mother and father, um, and, they, and, and they were together almost always mm-hmm. uh, except for a little bit of time when a couple of my brothers was living with my grandmother in Peoria. Okay, um, And I'm actually closer to those siblings, my dad's kids that were raised in Peoria for a brief time. I'm closer to them. Than I am the other ones. Yeah. So as a matter of fact, that's the brother that came last night. Alan. He was okay. raised in Peoria for a little while in the projects at my grandmother's house. Yeah.
0: And I have to admit, for the most part, growing up and all, that, and even in, though I, I didn't, I never really felt it until like my parents had like my dad is not their dad, mm-hmm. but they claim my dad because he's like the dad that they've right that you know that they know the most right or whatever or you know kind of sort of raised them and whatever else. <clears throat> but like when our my, our our parents started getting older and it was time to just, like start taking care of them and stuff like that it was kind of like it wasn't like said like this but i kind of got the feeling it was like okay i got mama that's your daddy
2: oh sure sure <laughs> you, you,
0: you 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 know right. you, you got that that's you know that's on you and it uh, was like okay and then what's funny is like they they kind of pushed them on me but then they had input on how I should do shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, wait a minute. Either I'm doing this or we're doing it together or you can do it. But it ain't no I'm doing this, but you're going to have influence on how I do it. Right. Like, no, you could go someplace else with that. I ain't, I ain't the one.
2: You I, don't, I don't, I don't have to worry that. about that one, actually, because my father's passed now. Um, although it's, I have had conversations with my sister, my dad's daughter, About uh, Because I got two sisters, one for my mom, one for my dad. My dad's daughter, I've had conversations with her because Mm -hmm. she doesn't quite... First of all, she's the youngest. And the dad she knows is totally different than the dad I know. Mm -hmm. Because the dad I know abandoned my mom and I Mm -hmm. and moved to California and then really wasn't part of my life. And, And actually part of that after a while was... A mutual thing between him and my mother because they were oil and uh-huh. water, and it was best that they not be together for my sake. Right. Um. So, but he wasn't there for me, and so the dad that is mm-hmm. so loving, so there, so everything to her mm-hmm. is not the dad I know at all. Right. And I'm like, and it's difficult to say, like, I don't think he's a bad person. Yeah. But the person you worship in, I don't know that dude <laughs> right. at all. Right. At all. Right. So and he's gone now. We'll never have that relationship, and it's okay. I'm okay. I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. Um. But that that was my situation. When my mom. My mom gonna be taken care of. My sister, my brother, we all love my mom and, and we all got her back. But right. I, 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 no way my sister in, on God's green earth will let anything ever happen to where my mother would have to suffer or, or not be looked out for or anything like that. And as a matter of fact, she would tell me and my brother that she's got, it, she's going to do it. And we don't have input probably. Yeah. <laughs> Most likely. Right. Speaking of which, right. you know, uh, this is not speaking of which, but I noticed you got a Dodger's Gear on. The, I should have worn my Cubs gear today. Battle it out.
0: <laughs> I, you know what's funny is I was wearing this. Uh, I just got this, and uh, I, I've always loved baseball jerseys, and mm-hmm. I always wanted one. And this is my first time ever having one. This is the first time. I'm like 50 years old almost, and this is first, I'm doing a lot of the little simple first. But anyway, I just got, I just got this jersey, and my wife was like, we were writing, and she's like, what, what's that say on your shirt? I was like, what? She's like, that writing right there. i was like, <laughs> Dodgers. She's like, Dodgers. I thought you only like basketball and some boxing. Like, what do you – I was like, yeah, I don't I – don't, that's the only – yeah, I only like basketball. You know, she's like, well, why you got on a baseball jersey? I'm like, because I don't like baseball, but I love baseball jerseys. Yeah, they're cool. That's <laughs> they cool. are, yeah. I said, I've always wanted one. Never, and then I'm a hometown kind of dude, so even though I don't like baseball, if I'm a you know, rock a jersey, even though there's other teams are like the Oakland A's, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about that green you and yellow. like the uniform. I just always – I'm still going to get one. Yeah. I'm going to get one. Even though I'm not from Oakland, I got family from Oakland, so I can kind of claim it that way. <laughs> and, and I can do it because they're not like they're not winning, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. So I can do it without you know, being a you. bandwagon
2: person. I feel you. No, I was actually with the Clippers for a while. to right. Started winning. Right. And then everybody's like, "Oh, you just jumping?" I'm like, "No, yeah. I was with them yeah. before because I couldn't root for the Lakers because I'm a Bulls fan." Right. I hear you. I hear you. So, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. You know, my, my my one of my close friends here in LA, his name's Raúl. I love Raúl, and uh, he's 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 Mexican, and he speaks that you know Spanglish. Okay. And he's always like, "Oh, I love the Los Angeles Dodgers." Yeah. <laughs> I'm like the Dodgers. What the hell are you talking about, nigga? <laughs> 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 he's got a sports show too and he be on tv the dooders i'm like oh man
0: that, that reminds me um shout out to uh to jason and mindy from the uh it seems like i'm bringing them up all the time but i've been listening i really i've been into their show and uh the evening uh radio podcast he does a character where he's <laughs> isn't it's, it's probably not politically correct, but it's funny as hell to me. I like it. He he's doing this this Spanish speaking dude with this thick accent or whatever is is hilarious, I think. <laughs> but when you were just talking about your buddy, mm-hmm. that reminded me of uh of that.
2: He really does talk that way. He really uh I love Raul. That's my that's he like a brother to me. Um but man, his accent really cracks me up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you ever done that thing where like you hanging around somebody with an accent and then you start speaking with a little bit of an accent yourself oh yeah yeah for sure yeah
2: for sure uh for sure he's also good because uh it's just the way it is we talked we we talked about this yesterday because uh whenever i go to a mexican speaking place like a like someplace like good taco stand Mm -hmm. i gotta be with him because you know he he ordered for us and we get the hookup okay and i'm like you know it's all it's always a uh Outsider ethnicity tax, right? Like you not that ethnicity, <laughs> right? You go to a, if you if you and he said like it happens the other way. He goes to a black joint, gets some soul food. He doesn't get the same as much food as I get. Really? Oh yeah. Hmm. Oh for sure. So you know, and then when we go to a taco stand, we always get the hookup. And he, really? he I, yeah, he speaks in Spanish and talks himself telling him some nice things about the hair and whatever he does. But we get the hookup. Interesting.
0: I don't, I don't. I wonder if I've ever been on either end of that. I guess I sure. I'm sure I have. I just haven't really.
2: Right. It's know, definitely. Known a, it. It's definitely a gringo tax. Yeah. It's definitely because I've gone to like Mexican places with, uh, mm-hmm. or even like El Salvadorian places with my white friends, mm-hmm. and I'm like, this ain't right. I've been here before. This food is better than this, and they usually give you more than this. Yeah. And it's like it's a gringo tax.
0: Well, I know the one tax I got. I don't even know if you can call it a tax. It was just straight out like a shutdown, or a stonewall. Mm-hmm. We went over to. The- it was this was back I think when my niece was uh, going to prom or graduating or something like that. But we were looking for a, a dress for my niece, so we went to like East L.A. because we'd heard that they got the deals. And oh they, yeah, they, they, that's all my have, jeans. Yeah, they have the, the you know these big fancy dresses for all these cotillions and uh, quen- uh, quinceaneras, quinceaneras and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So we went there, and we didn't speak Spanish, and they did not want to deal with us yeah they they found out we didn't speak Spanish As soon as they we couldn't speak spanish they just walk away they didn't even try <laughs> they didn't even try to like we were just basic like how much is that you right. know like just really basic stuff it's not hard to make a transaction right. you know just buying a dress you know with the with the language barrier, but they didn't even give it an effort, and we were like, well, you know why are we going to try to our money over here i'm not but, surprised.
2: Uh, <laughs> the, the, the closest taco tr- how many times am i gonna talk about tacos this morning i love tacos um. but the closest taco truck to my house i went there one time and i can tell you the exact date because well, almost exact date it was the first nba playoff game finals playoff game last year and that's the first time I went to the stand. And I remember this because I didn't have. I was like, I didn't want to make dinner. I was getting close to the to to uh, game time, so I'm like, let me just get some tacos and watch the game. Mm-hmm. And I go to the taco stand and I order some steak tacos, uh, some asada tacos, carne asada. Mm-hmm. The tacos come. I don't open them. I just, I take them home. It's all gristle and burnt meat. What? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, but I see they they open all the time, so I'm like, they can't be serving people this kind of food and staying open. Yeah, I'm like, it had to be that other <laughs> black, tax. black tax,
3: <laughs> black tax, black tax.
2: Here you go, this for you. Oh man, Darky. I know the there's not
0: been a whole lot. Negro. of... Negro. <laughs> there's been a time or two when I got the 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 uh, the girl who kind of likes you tax. Oh, I know. Or hook that. up or yeah. whatever. I've gotten like that a couple of times, and oh. that's. I was like, wow, this I was like, this must be what it feels like to be Lance. I got <laughs> my one of my best friends, he's a uh, he's a pretty boy. Well, he at least he was. He not so much now. But <laughs> oh, that's no, I'm just messing with him. That's my that's my boy. He's like my brother. We've been uh friends over thirty years and uh we kinda grew up together. I'm a little bit older than him, but he's like that dude that like he was so good looking in his prime mm-hmm. that he made women react to him the way men act to women. All right. Like harass and street and looks
2: and make audible cat calls. And like, I remember, you know when, what, when you do it to a man, it's not called a cat call. It's called a cock cuckle. Okay. Cock cackle. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they, they, he, women would do that.
0: Like we'd walk into seven 11. I remember this one time we walked into seven 11. This girl was walking out and uh, she was just like, damn. Oh my God. You know, like that, that's, that's, that's how, you know, and he got like so many jobs and hookups or whatever, just because,
2: you know, Hey, you know, use it. So I was like,
0: oh, this this must be what it feels like to be Lance.
2: You know? <laughs> use, use it before you lose it. I, I had a brief period like that. Like it, something happened. I've always looked younger than my age, and something happened when I got to be around about late twenties, 30s, where I became like this teen heartthrobby type person. Like teenage girls and college age girls was falling for me. Like really, I mean, yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, I what was a waste. Using, I was using it though. <laughs> I was using. My mother saw it too. Because one day we go like, I was like, I got this. <laughs> and I walk up, <laughs> and I just smile, and I ask. I was like, I came back with like we was at a restaurant. I came back with all kinds of extras. She's like, I, I'm like, hey, you know, you got it. I got it. It's gone. It's gone now. <laughs> now they're like, yes, sir.
1: <laughs>
2: what can I get you, sir?
1: <sighs>
2: oh man. All right. Well, let's let's get
0: into this uh, this somewhat dark dark uh, docket we got today. <laughs> News and noteworthy. The shiznit. So Harvey Weinstein is running for douchebag of the decade. Seriously. Yeah, big time, big time.
2: This is kind of overwhelming for me. Not not that it, not that it. Um, I don't believe the ac- accusations or anything like that. It's just that it's so massive, and it seems like it just keeps getting larger and larger. Yeah. It's like a black hole. of yeah. Rape.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's it's, it's mind-boggling damn near
2: and like n- high profile people yeah. involved like very yep. high profile i mean he's high profile like you can't yes. get any couldn't get any bigger in hollywood right um it's, this is wow i i kind of feel bad for rose mcgowan though
0: yeah so to just to uh, give uh like we always do for the people who've been living under a rock some background harvey weinstein's a super producer in hollywood he's been uh a big shot caller for decades former head of miramax pictures former head of War- miramax and he also has uh, the harvey weinstein company and he, he you've pre- seen his movies for we'll sure oh definitely huge Many stuff of them. yeah yeah huge stuff huge movies um and uh he's been accused i don't know who was the first person to to break this Or how did this get started because i don't i don't know where um patient zero is i, I just, don't
2: remember the first one. rose mcgowan has been talking for years about her rape by a uh, an ex- a producer, and executive, uh-huh. but she never Said called it, it out or not, not publicly. Right, but she did go to some other like uh, Besso's, the head of Amazon. She had gone to him about it, mm-hmm. and and other people. And I I think I think she uh, she her the New York Times is the one that broke the story. Okay, but I don't remember who was the first, first person woman. they talked about. I think yeah. it, they talked about several allegations.
0: Yeah, because uh, even the new the well, I think it was the New Yorker. Mentioned that they they had been aware of this for some time, and they tried to bring the story, but they just didn't have enough evidence to right. do it legally. You know, they didn't have enough people who was willing to step forward. They didn't have an, enough, you know, recent things. They just didn't have enough that right. they, they could do it. Because you know, you you go against somebody like Harvey. Not that I'm excusing or anything. I'm just saying that from their point of view, you know, they they want you want to you have your shit. You know all your ducks lined up, right? Because you know, that's, that's,
2: that's gonna mean that's uh, going that's gonna mean ad revenue like from their movie company. Right. If you're wrong, then you're never gonna get advertising from their movies yeah. and things like that. And of
0: course, he's gonna sue you, right? You know, so yeah, it's 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 a huge thing. So they didn't they didn't have enough, and but it seems like it's one of those things that it's been to us us people on the outside, us regular folk we we haven't known about it, but it's been. Uh, a well-known secret in Hollywood for years. It's kind of yeah. like the whole Bill Cosby thing,
2: right? Right. You
0: know, where it's like everybody knows, but nobody's, uh, you know, right. brave enough to do anything about it. Kind of well, thing.
2: When the story first broke, I thought it was, and 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 excuse me, I'm I'm not making apologies for any person that's sexually aggressive or wrong that right. way. Uh, but it's seen to me to be one of those like because we're starting to get, see this now that older generation of guys where they could do whatever they wanted and right. and. Not that it made it right, but they just sort of were raised in a op- – men were kings, and men could touch women any kind of way and say any kind of thing to to women in and, and, and the workplace. And it was kind of okay, and you could just say, like, I was just joking or blah, 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 or just lighten up. And he might have been just like that old guy like that that just hadn't caught up with the times. So that's what I thought it was at first. And then it just became more and more allegations like, oh, no, this this is like he exposed himself. he a full-on raped- rape.
3: People, like, yeah, man, whoa, rape,
0: groping, you know, masturbation,
2: taking f- showers, forced
0: people, oral, yeah. just, just all, just the the whole gamut of sexual perversion and and uh, uh, yeah, accusations, just everything.
2: Well, this also goes to show you too, you, you hear things like like we, when we talked about Usher before um, and stuff like some of the allegations against him, people are like oh, well, he wouldn't do that. He's too famous and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you don't, you know, <laughs> that, men yeah. are men. Women are women. Right? That's just plain. It don't matter how famous you are. you you the person you are. You have the personality that you have, good and bad.
0: Yeah, sometimes that fame is what uh, like in uh, Harvey Weinstein's case and Bill Cosby's case is what enables them to, mm-hmm. to get away with uh, what, you know, their... Uh, all, all of their behavior for so
2: long. Because they live in a bubble and protect it, live, in, yeah,
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that fame, yeah. The fact that they are that. And, and well, not just the fame, but the power. Mm-hmm. You know, the power Definitely that comes power. with that is, is really the more of it. Because <clears throat> throughout this, this is a long story. It's more like an expose. It's, it's very long. And the, the recurring theme is that he was very vindictive. Harvey Weinstein right. and that he would crush people is the word that's used. Right. And people were afraid of being crushed, you know?
2: Um, and he was that way with his regular business. Right. Right. Like regular, like yeah. that, like, like if you don't do, if you don't promote my movie, I'm going to ruin your career.
0: Right. And, <laughs> and then there's been actresses like Mira Savino and Roseanne Arquette who did kind of speak out, you know, way back when, when something happened in, You know, they feel like there's nothing that they can prove, but they were mysteriously pulled from projects and things and and had trouble getting, you know, gigs and things after that. So they felt like that, you know, he enacted his his retribution on them. And uh, that's why, you know, and it's it's crazy. One of the things that kind of gets me about this story is, like, not so much him. Like, okay, yeah, he's appalling and all that, and I get that and whatever. But the hypocrisy of, like, okay, the Academy. The Academy has now come out and and blackballed him, kicked him out. I'm against that, by the w- way. Which I think is the first time this ever happened, right? Second time. Second time?
2: Who they, was the first? Uh I forget the guy's name. He he was in The Godfather and he got kicked out for sharing screeners. Really? Yes. Wow. Hmm.
0: Okay. Interesting. Uh so anyway, um and I just feel like cause you know, they they they're saying that everybody knew about this. I don't think people in the academy are people who were unaware of this but it's like oh okay it's public now so now we have to right now we have to do something no you should have done something 20 years ago right you know what i mean like you should have helped these women out 20 years ago not now like i mean yeah better late than never i guess but but i just i hate the fact that it's like oh oh now that everybody knows it's appalling, right? But when, when as long as the public didn't know, then it's like okay, wink, wink, whatever. We look the other way. Right. I, I hate that, and that's what happens with all all these cases, the Bill Cosby's and the whoever else is or whatever. And you got so many other people who are as powerful or nearly as powerful who could do something and could help out, but they won't until it's public knowledge.
2: I have issue with this notion of oh, well, now. The tide has turned against you, like you're saying that now, now, now we you can't be part of us, right? And I'm like, I, yep. I just think that seems uncate- uncategorically fair. And then when you're gonna go through all the ranks and all the roles and start kicking people out. Like mm-hmm. Bill Cosby's still in there, Woody Allen is still up in there, Roman Polanski's still up in there, right? So right. what you gonna do about all that? You gonna right. go through them now, or it's gonna be a witch hunt now? Right? What's what's the story, Morning Glory? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the part that gets
0: me the hypocrisy of the of the peripheral people, you know, the people who could have uh, done something years ago Mm -hmm. and chose not to. And now all of a sudden they want to act quick and And just distance themselves from him.
2: Well, that's just it. They're distancing distancing themselves from him, but they're not doing anything to stop people like him. No, they're not. They're not doing anything to stop like this is not going to make somebody go like oh they kicked him out of the academy maybe I should stop raping women right
0: <laughs> right. and he's not the, he, exactly you know there's others right. that people know about right now Right, and they're not going to do anything until he becomes exactly. public knowledge if
2: you really want to help women start calling out them for MFs right. look at that I control myself <laughs> trying to watch my language I've been told I use the word motherfucker and nigga too much <laughs> oh man and them motherfucking niggas need to shut up <laughs>
0: Donna Karen got slammed for kind of uh kind of coming to his rescue a little bit Harvey Weinstein that is she came to his rescue and and kind of flipped it and and put and kind of uh blamed the women a little
2: bit yeah what what she i I'm, I'm not really one hundred percent sure what about this whole yeah like what did she say do you know I do know and she basically said i don't I
0: don't have it word for word, but she pretty much said that she said something to along the lines that Uh, women. We have to look at how we carry ourselves and what we're. Yeah, basically, you know, are we asking for it, Mm -hmm. like ladies? Are we asking for it, like that old school shit you were talking about earlier? Mm -hmm. Yeah, kind of along those lines. Like, and she would, you know, of course, uh social media and the public was swift to to start checking her and and going going for, and she quickly retracted. Like the next, you know, next day. Oh, I didn't mean it like that, and I'm so sorry. It came out that way. That's not really how I feel. And you know, she backtracked real quick.
2: Well, she probably but. definitely friends with the family because his wife, who left him, right. is a clothing, clothing designer. designer. Yeah, yeah. I used to see her on Project yeah. Runway and stuff.
0: And I heard also heard that Lindsay Lohm. I don't know what she said, but I heard that she came to his defense too. I just saw yeah,
2: the headline. I, didn't I get the headlines I, about that. Too. Yeah, did you? I didn't read it. Read no, because it, I feel said. like right now it's just an onslaught of Weinstein. I did it read is. an article it's, this morning it's everywhere uh, about, but it's just it's 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 too. I kind of feel like okay, I get it now. I get it now. Um, I again, I'm kind of feeling bad for Rose McGowan because I feel like she's losing her mind publicly. Mm-hmm. Uh, she 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 needs some therapy. She needs to work this out. Does she, she really? Well, yeah, she does. I, don't get me wrong. I think her anger is mm-hmm. right. And she has a right to that anger. Mm-hmm. But the way she's sort of playing it out publicly, mm-hmm. I'm like, she's just lashing out at everybody. You uh, They made a joke about Harvey Weinstein at the Amphar Gala. James Corden made a joke. And she, she called him a piglet for making the jokes. And, and, for, and the people who laughed at the joke, they're wrong. I'm like, honey, wow. that's what jokes are for. This yeah. is too serious. Lighten. Let it go. Let some steam out of it. You're never going to be able to heal if right. you just stay angry. Mm-hmm. And I know she wants everybody to get up in arms so they will change the system, and I I get that too. But yeah. that's not how it happens. You you're making people look at you, going like, okay, you cray cray,
0: right? So I got this uh, this clip too from uh, it's from like 2015 when Harvey Weinstein was investigated by the N- N- NYPD. They got this actress to go uh, kind of undercover and wear on a wire mm-hmm. and record a conversation between them, a uh, 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 actress that he allegedly assaulted the day before so check this out and he he cops to some he's he cops to some shit uh on this video so listen close
1: right now. What do we have to do here? Nothing. I'm going to take a shower. You sit there and have a drink. Water, don't drink. Can I stay on the bar? No. You must come here now. No. Please. No, I don't want to. I'm not doing anything with you. I'm, I don't I don't really you. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I I'm, do don't not. come cannot. No, yesterday was a kind of aggressive for me. I, know, I, I need to know a person. To I will to do a thing. I don't want me, please. I swear I won't. Just sit with me. Don't embarrass me in the hotel. I'm here all the time. I sit know, with me, but I, I don't want to. Please sit there. Please. Mm-hmm. One minute. No, I, ask I can't. You to go to the bathroom. Please, I don't want to do something. I don't want to. Go to the bathroom. Come here. Listen to me. I want to go downstairs. I'm not going to do anything. You'll never see me again after this. Okay? That's it. if you you embarrass me in this hotel I'm not embarrassing you, it's just that I don't don't feel comfortable I mean, don't have a thing with me in the home please, I'm not going to do anything, I swear my children, please come in everything i'm a famous I'm, guy i'm feeling very uncomfortable please right now please come in now and one minute and if you want to leave when the guy comes with my why jacket why yesterday you, you touch my priest? Oh, please i'm sorry just come on i'm used to that but Come on. are you used please. to that yes come in here. no but i'm not used to that i won't do it again come on sit here sit here for a minute please no i don't want to if you do this now you the a miracle i no i call me again okay. I'm sorry I, I promise you I won't do anything but I know but yes there was too the much guy is coming. for me I will never do another thing to you Five minutes Don't ruin your friendship with me for five minutes I know but it's kind of like It's too much for me I can't. Please you're making a big scene here no, Please. But I want to leave
2: Okay bye Thank you See that's crazy Because here's how that conversation should go I want to go downstairs Okay bye Right. Everything in between shouldn't have happened.
0: Right. Right. And he, he copped it. She said, you grab my breast. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm used to doing that. Yeah. She's like, you're used to that? He's like, yeah, that's, that's what I do.
2: <laughs> wow. Well, the president uh, grabs pussy, so. I
0: was just getting ready to say, I
2: feel like
0: <laughs> Harvey needs to step up his, uh, his assault game. <laughs> and he needs to talk to Donald Trump because the way Donald Trump said it, the president said it's easy. He's like, you just grab him by the pussy. Right. And Harvey Weinstein's like begging. <laughs> he's just like begging. He's begging like a poor, pathetic, like a like a low rent like like she's the like the big star and he's the nobody. He's right? like begging. And he's like working. Well, he and he's using threats and all kind of stuff like don't mess up my our friendship for five minutes. like all this like I won't do it he's like really begging in presence like you just grab him by the pussy. Like it's like it's easy. Mm. I'm like he he needs to take lessons. He's
2: doing it wrong. Also don't try to assault people in the hallway. <laughs> Don't embarrass me at this hotel, right? I'm a famous guy. Don't well, don't act like an asshole. Right. You won't get embarrassed, man. How many times did he say please? He was please, like, baby, the, please, baby, please. Right? He was begging. Let, mm, let me just mm, just sit there, baby. I'm gonna take a shower, please, baby.
0: Man, he was begging like a Motown song. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. And so it 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 doesn't stop though. It doesn't stop with women. Unfortunately, this mm. this this behavior it extends to to children. Male and female and even men. Uh, yeah. We'll talk. We'll get to that later. But right now we're going to go into uh, Corey Feldman. He he's been um, for years, kind of sort of talking out right. about the 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 undercover or the the down low pedophile um, behavior that's going on in the predators that are in Hollywood.
2: Oh, absolutely. I, well, I think they're everywhere, but it's particularly. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think definitely where, everywhere, but where where you could take advantage of a child here because of the nature of like well I I have this job for you and I have fame for you and I have all kinds of things that you you would want and it it's it's hard being an adult in the entertainment industry a child that's not even equipped for any of that emotional stuff that comes with it it's just you know and if you have a Parents oftentimes are looking at the the dollar the dola- and not the child,
0: and they're naive right. and and they're caught up in the the whole glitzy Hollywood thing, and they're they're naive and trusting, right? You well, know, this that, is this is you know, uh, Mister So and So, right. and he's this and he's. That, I read about and, him in the paper, right? He right. Wouldn't do that exactly. You're like, yo, yeah, we can trust. And and not only that, these these guys, I don't know how they get so good at this, but they. They they groom, you yeah. know, and part of the grooming is also winning the trust of the parents, mm-hmm. you know, and Corey talks about how they had these parties at Hollywood and there's no actual molestation or rape going on at these parties generally from what he was saying, but how he and his buddy Corey, Corey Haynes, the one Hame, who, yeah. pa- who passed away a few years ago, who was also a child star and uh, they were best friends, how they would get passed around mm-hmm. from person to person um, at these parties. And it was... um Basically, a grooming ceremony or ritual, whatever they would you would they would meet under the guise of uh, networking, Mm -hmm. you know, and but it was all about gaining the trust. Right. Of these of these kids so that at some point you would be able to take advantage of. them, Right. You know, at some point the parent would say, oh, yeah, you can go on a trip. You know, mm-hmm. with so and so, because I know so and so, right. and yeah. So you guys can go, you know, over here to, to, you know, take a trip to New York or Hollywood or whatever, right. and see about this play or whatever and this film or whatever. And while they're away, then that's when this, you know, right? The the, the and then
2: they, next thing you know, they sleeping in the same bed, right, with them, giving them drugs, hugging them, and then whatever else is next after. Corey
0: Feldman said every drug he he ever tried was introduced to him by. Like a predator, by like this this one main guy who is sick. who molested him. He said he was, you know, he was never like full on raped, or whatever. He right. said like Corey Haim was raped at eleven. That's sick. like on on a movie set. I believe it. Yeah, on a movie it. set, and um, he said that's part of what led to his drug abuse and not being able to, you know. Um, just get right or whatever, get messed him up, you know, eventually led led to his death.
2: Not that there's any good time to be sexually molested, (laughs) but during the formative years like that, it is, that's going to stick with you.
0: Right. Right. Exactly.
2: That's going to stick with you. That's oh, poor things.
0: Yeah. So it's like a very real thing that needs to, and you know, it was funny when I was, when not funny, you know, but uh, it was ironic or maybe coincidental when listening to Corey Feldman talk about, these parties it reminded me of i told i've told you before that i'm into true crime right mm-hmm. well i don't know if you've ever heard of this it's one of the the biggest most fantastic conspiracies never told and by never told i mean it, it obviously has been told because I, I know of it but it's not widely known it's called the franklin child Prost- prostitution ring never heard of it. allegations or also known as a uh, boy's town okay and i can't get into it because this I, i'm that. thinking about i'm I, I wish you would. I wish you would because I. This is what I want to do: a whole show because it needs a whole show. I want to do a whole show on the Franklin Child Prostitution Ring. I really do. We could do a whole show on it, but I need someone else to familiarize themselves with the with the case and the, and whatever because it's just so much. It's massive, and I'm not even sure where I would begin to undertake something like this because it's just it's massive. It is so massive. But I said all that to say that. The, the, the people involved in that the 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 parties that they describe sound just like the parties that Corey's talking about. Now these people are powerful people but they're not in Hollywood per se. Mm-hmm. These were outside of Hollywood. And they uh and, and some of these parties according to uh some of the victims that were involved in, in this in this uh case some some actual rape and molestation would happen at the party sometimes. It wasn't just grooming. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But it was it was young boys mostly. And um, but it, it, it involved kidnapping. It involved Damn. the CIA. And it's just it, it's it's crazy. And the thing about it is like if you just if I just told you some bullet points about it, you would just like I know my natural reaction will probably be like this. This this is just no way this is true. It's just too right. It's just too out there. You know, the CIA, you know, but the reason one of the reasons why i find it so credible is because the people who were trying to bring justice to this case whatever and were on you know on the on the good side of it, and trying to help these boys whatever these are credible people right. these are not these crackpot people or isolated you know uh you know uh just nobody you ever heard of we're talking like
2: Pillars of the community.
0: Yes, we're yeah. talking politicians yeah. and lawyers and politicians who, who who started practicing law in order to help this case. I mean, like you know, um cops and and agent, just like very credible people, right? You know, like wow, it, it's, it's 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 just anyway. I don't want to spend too much time on that because that's like I said, it's a whole, it, it's a rabbit hole. It is definitely a, ra- a rabbit hole. I. I I got a nugget of that from one of these crimes, and I went in. I was like for weeks. I was just like obsessed with this thing. And I'm,
2: <laughs> I'm gonna look into it. this. Is gonna be, this is gonna be hard for me because these are these are. Oh, I don't like this kind of stuff in my life. Yeah, and yeah. I, but you can't. We can't ignore it because right. that's why this keeps happening. Right, we're not. We those of us that are like. Oh, I would never do that, or I don't want us hear that that happens, and we 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 are uh, not. We're somewhat complicit, mm-hmm. all of us, yeah. in letting these kinds of things happen by ignoring them and right. not talking about it and not putting it out there. Exactly. And, and, and we, I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to be that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be that. I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, somebody. I'm, I'm about to butcher this quote, but there's a quote that goes something like something to the effect that in order for evil to flourish, all that's necessary is for good men to do nothing.
3: Yeah, exactly. That's true.
2: Man. That is true. I mean, that's that's why we have had, you know, it took us so long to get civil rights. It wasn't just that everybody in America that was white had a hood. Right. It was that the people who actually did, who were against even um, the, the, the racism and stuff like that in America didn't do anything because it didn't affect them. Right. You right. know, and that's what happens again, like even with this, well, this don't affect me. So right. I'm not going to do it. But it does affect you. Right. There's a bunch of messed up people in the world that you have to deal with because we've done nothing.
0: Right. And see, and that's why I don't like when, you know, uh, recently uh, at the BET Awards, uh, Eminem, mm-hmm. um, it, it's been going around on Facebook and whatever else, that he got up and he gave this 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 uh, freestyle about Donald Trump and, you know, racism, different things like that, speaking out for black people.
3: And a lot of black
0: people are, like, feeling salty about it. <sighs> Oh, why wouldn't a white person? Da da da. da why would? You know what? That's not the white person's fault. That that white people start listening more when their own speak or whatever, and don't take it out on the white person who's speaking out for it. No, we need allies. Yes, we do. Like you know, and whether you like it or not, we would not be as far as we are without the help of white people furthering our cause. And That's yes, just the I truth,
2: agree. point blank. I agree. You, you know, need those allies. And, without, yes. and actually, even now, like the Black Lives Matters movement grew because of white people going like, oh, what can I do right. to help? Because now white people are seeing the videos. that right. When we had talked about it before and we they weren't doing anything, but now they see it with their own two eyes and like, oh my gosh, that happens in America? Yeah. Or Trump being elected. Oh my God, that happens in America. Charlottesville. Oh yeah. my God, that yeah. happens in America. <laughs> yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. I we do, need that. I do feel – I really. I feel for uh, good white people sometimes because I can honestly see how they would feel like they're damned if they do, damned if they don't. Right. Because no matter what they do, there's a segment of black people that's going to be coming for
2: them. Well, that's that anger thing again in our community. Like that's yeah. that Rose McGowan of the black people. Right. You know, it's just – and I understand it. Again, your anger, your anger is not without merit. Right. Um, but how you use it is important. Yeah. Yeah. And don't start shutting down people that are helping you. That's dumb. That's that is, not helpful.
0: It's not. Not at all. Not at all. You know? And it's just some of the arguments against it is just ridiculous. Like, oh, where was Eminem during the Mike Brown situation? What does oh, that have God to do with anything? Mighty. What does that have to do? So because for whatever reason he didn't speak out then, right. that negates what he's speaking out against now?
2: I had a problem. I'm what not is, what's the fuck? The specifics are. But I had, a, I had a problem with a woman this week, and I brought this problem to this woman. She's like, why are you telling me now? I'm like, does not matter? I'm telling you now. <laughs> and What are we going to do about it? now mm-hmm. like i didn't i'm sorry i can't go back in the in the past and talk to you about it but i'm telling you right now it's a problem what we're we gonna do
0: yeah i feel like that's one of those things that people just say like they don't even know why they say it it just like kind of like automatically comes out like
2: defensiveness
0: yeah yeah as as if somehow that change. like i'm telling you why you didn't tell me this before before what <laughs> you know what i mean like before what like this is i'm telling you now yeah, yeah. are we moving
2: forward or are we moving backwards yeah. Oh my goodness. Mm-mm-mm. We salty now. <laughs> 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 and then Terry Crews.
0: Damn. Terry's coming <laughs> now. If Terry Crews, t- big ass, strong ass, right, black ass, Terry Crews, yeah, can get molested, who is safe? Right. Right. Well, t- Terry Crews tells a story uh, of how. He, his genitals, genitals were
2: fondled. Yeah, at a party. At a party. In front of his wife.
0: Yeah. Like what? Yeah. Who does that?
2: A drunk little gay white man <laughs> did that. <laughs> but again, now you don't. In
0: fairness, you don't know that, right? You just
2: no. He says that it was. It was oh, like, did he? Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. He says
2: it. Yeah, and the, and he's like. And the thing about it was why he didn't do anything is because he's a big black, black man, woman, right? And he does also. And the other thing that comes with being black yeah is oh you homophobic not true yeah but that comes with the territory big black man oh he he's got to be homophobic he's got to be this he's got to be so he can't he really is sort of in a position where he can't do anything yeah he would have it's like it's like a man being slapped up outside the head by a woman you hit her back you go into jail right so it's like he what's he gonna do but suffer taken he has to laugh it off and pretend that that's okay for somebody to touch his junk right yeah that's or his career might suffer yeah there's that, too. That's that's crazy. That's too. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah.
0: I kind of wonder why Corey, like, I mean, I get in his prime, but now that he's kind of like semi-retired, and, you know, he's so passionate about this, and he lived through this, I kind of feel like, like, why won't you name names? And he said at least one person right, is still working in Hollywood, you know, currently. He's, I think, most of them, I think, are retired or whatever, but at least one person is still... And he, you know, he gave some reason about statute of limitations and this and that and whatever. But I mean, there's, there's civil and like, if, and we've seen this, like once somebody gets the ball rolling, Mm -hmm. then everybody else jumps on board. You know what I mean? So it becomes more of a case. And he actually even said that if somebody else got the ball rolling, he would then come to their support. And I'm wondering, and I'm like, not trying to blame, you know, Corey or anything, uh it, 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 in no way is his fault but i just feel like i just i can't help but wonder if you're so passionate about this and you're like not in your prime career wise anymore why would you not speak out of
2: well, i'm just name names? i'm just speculating but the boogeyman is always going to be the boogeyman yeah and if that's the, his boogeyman he might still have some some fear in in and naming that person you know he still might have some part of him that's like i can't go there because something bad will happen to me I get because yeah, we can be irrational. I, I, human beings. I, I get that. I get
0: that. You know what I mean. But I just feel like, yeah, but it seems like he would get to a place where it's like he wants, you know what I mean, where he would get past that and like want some sort of look. My justice. St- and my stepfather physically
2: abused me. I'm almost fifty years old now. Mm. I'm still scared of him a little bit. Mm. I'm still still scared of him a little bit. And I've actually seen him in my adult life. Yeah. He's cool enough.
1: Yeah.
2: Um. He was really young at the time. Not that I excuse anything, but he was really young at the time. And I I kind of can. I've forgiven him, but there's still a little part of me that has a little trauma over that those situations when I was a child. Mm. So I get that.
0: I get that too. I guess. I mean, I do. Okay. So, uh, so
2: are we done with rape? We're
1: we're. we're... <laughs> 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 did somebody say rape
2: <laughs> it's a shame oh, no. that you have to have that though, because it, it, it's so much going on in the world <laughs> yeah we're, we're done with
0: rape but we're not done with perversion oh good. of a sexual nature oh, good. so a couple finds a hidden camera in the bedroom of an airbnb home so this is in florida this couple uh rents an airbnb for, you know people who might not be familiar with airbnb and i love airbnb I have a, I'm a big fan of Airbnb. I've used Airbnb a couple times and I kind of can't really see myself going back to a hotel. It's just, it's just uh, so much more cost effective and you just, you know, but I tell you this from now on, I'm going to be a lot more, uh, observing about, you know, uh, cameras that might be hiding around or whatever. I'm gonna be like checking the place out a lot more. I, even though I doubt where I stayed, had cameras, but anyway, um, Yeah, this couple, they they rent. So Airbnb, what it is, is instead of using a hotel, people rent their private homes out. And there's different ways you can do it. You can rent just a room while someone else is there, kind of a bread and breakfast type situation. Mm -hmm. Or you can rent. Uh, like their house, the whole house or, or their apartment. whole apartment or their whole flat or whatever the domicile is uh, where they are. And that's the only way we roll. We rent the whole place out. We ain't trying to share a room. Yeah. The and only nobody's time i ever done home. it was that's, that way. Yeah. That's, that's too weird. Yeah. But yeah, I've, I've uh, we, we rent the whole, the whole entire space. Um, of course, that's a little more, but yeah, you have privacy and whatnot, but it's a lot, lot cheaper than a hotel. And it, and it, and uh, you have a lot of options from, you know, lower end to higher end and more plush you know the better the accommodations of course the more they're going to charge you uh so these this couple they rent a place and the guy the husband notices this weird hole in the smoke detector and so he goes and he and starts investigating and he pulls the smoke detector ta- down and finds a camera in there so they call the police and the police come and they uh they confiscate. They find other cameras and and hard drives with uh, all types of uh, recordings of couples and different things on mm-hmm. there. And the the gentleman who owns the place tries to say that, oh, this is for you know we have cons- I have consensual uh, sex parties like swinger parties and we record them. Well, okay, if it's consensual, why is the cameras hidden? Uh, I, <laughs> I,
2: I, 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 but is it is it illegal <laughs> it, to have? cameras in your own house though
0: is it illegal
2: yeah they called the police
0: they called the police because yeah because they suspected that they were possibly being recorded okay that's that's illegal All no right. matter whose house it is you're not allowed to to record people without their consent right especially okay. in a in a place like a bedroom or a bathroom where okay you know
2: I'm just trying to wrap my mind around around this legally, that's all. Because, like, well, if I had a camera in my house, it's my house. Um, And I know there's nanny cams. Well,
0: if it wasn't wasn't actively recording, then it wouldn't have been in the news. It would have been dismissed or whatever.
2: But what about, like, nanny cams? Like, those seem to be okay. Like, you can record your babysitter.
0: Yeah, actually, I don't think you can. I don't think you can be prosecuted for it, Mm -hmm. but I don't think you can – they probably don't just
2: don't go after. I don't think you can.
0: You, I don't think you can use it to prosecute the nanny either. You know what I mean? It's like okay. one of those things where okay, you can you find out you can fire the person, but I don't think they can use that in court because okay. it's not legal. It's one of those kind of things. Okay, so uh, so anyway, um, so yeah, they he says that that's what it's for, and that it wasn't recording at the time. But oh, lo and behold. The couple is on there and there's pictures of the man when he was in the bedroom naked or whatever. Uh-oh. So it was Yeah, it was recording, obviously, and he, he lied and there were like uh multiple, you know, uh couples that were recorded on on the video or whatever. So
2: I might be paranoid, but I always assume that his camera's around. Like if I ever hook up with somebody and I go to uh. the house. I'm not lying. The first ten minutes I'm looking around going, where the camera? Really? I just assume that they're doing up to something. Wow. Yeah, I know, I know. It's paranoia, but it, it's true.
0: Well, there's nothing wrong with that, I guess. You know And I've asked that.
2: people straight out uh huh, is it cameras in here? Like like if I go somewhere like they got mm-hmm. full lights on
0: uh-huh. and it's like
2: <laughs> and I'm like, is there some cameras up in here? Because I don't want to be seeing myself on the X tube.
0: Right. I, have you ever gotten a yes? No, no,
2: no. Yeah, but no. I do, I do have a friend that I know had in his past had recorded dudes uh-huh. like at the gym and stuff uh-huh. like that. Like, he admitted it to me, mm-hmm. and I, you know, this is somebody I had date. I'm like, you ever record me when we were together? Mm-hmm. And he said, no. Uh-huh. I have to believe him. <laughs> I don't have to, but I do. <laughs> you I want to, to. <laughs> but I I, 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 know that stuff like that goes on. Also, I live in L.A., so I just assume again everybody got a camera or something.
0: i never, I've never been into that. I've, I've recorded my, myself a little bit, but I other than that. All that. But but I've never been into recording me and any 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 girl I've been with.
2: I don't need none of that because so. first of all, I don't even like to watch myself in a legitimate movie. That's what I'm saying. So. Right? <laughs> I don't want to see myself naked in right? that amateur. Yeah, that's, something or another. Mm, yeah. I don't like looking at myself in the mirror. Right. Yeah. No, I don't need that. Yeah, oh, that's crazy. <laughs>
0: so uh, now we 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 leave the the um the sexually depraved to enter the world of just the the hypocrite lying philanderer Uh, (laughs) congressman tim murphy resigns from congress after allegedly asking his mistress to have an abortion and uh tim murphy is pro-life oh is he oh yeah big time pro-life
2: that's so surprising
0: yeah isn't it though he's a
2: republican too (laughs) i
0: I believe so i don't know for sure but he's definitely
2: pro-life i know the story he is
0: yeah and you know and she calls him on it She, she she sends him a text saying oh you have no issues, you know. Um, talking about pro life this and pro life that, but then trying to get me to get an abortion, right? And then he writes back and tries to put it on his staff, saying, "Oh, my staff, you know, uh, puts that stuff out, not me." And then, but then the anti-abortion stuff, is right? What the the anti puts out, right. right? That's what that's what he's saying. Mm-hmm. But okay, but you have to sign off on right? it, and he does. And there's speeches of him. You know, uh, and and he's li- he's gotten bills passed that right. are anti-abortion bills,
2: and, and most likely taking money from those kinds of groups, exactly, and and, and, and churches and such. That that's their stance.
0: Yeah. So yeah, uh, no, you yeah, lying ass, Dirtbag ass, motherfucker.
2: That's right up there. <laughs> that's right up there with the closet cases that make the laws against gays. Right. That's right. That's right up there. You know, and then again, yeah. I've always my biggest issue about the pro-life politicians is uh, if you're at least a woman I can hear you out some more a little bit more. Yeah. I want to hear what you got to say about it. You might even have personal experience on the matter. Yeah. When I hear dudes that are so adamant about it I'm like this ain't never going to affect you dude except in a situation like this where like oh well I don't want I don't want you to have a baby. I want you to do this. Yeah. Come on. Yeah.
0: You know Shakespeare uh, Shakespeare Shakespeare said thou dost protest too much. That I I really that is something that whenever I hear somebody that I think is like over I'm always like in the back of my mind wondering mm-hmm. yeah I'm, I'm wondering about you I know sometimes there's people who are just passionate about things but I can't help but feel like a lot of times I just feel like this is like a lot of these dudes that run around time out there feminists and stuff mm-hmm. I think they, they're some of the worst snake in the grass like dogs to women like ever
2: what do you mean like
0: some of them that just they they hollering about being feminists but they're hypocrites that's what I mean okay <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know some that will be like one minute, you know, oh, I'm feminist, this and that, whatever. But then we'll say something like hella sexist, like the next, you know, but
2: um, Uh, I say sexist things. I'm the feminist, but I, I usually mean it jokingly, but I'm trying to be better. Uh, I'm trying to be better. I, I had a conversation yesterday with about a, to a friend about how the world is changing, and I'm at an age right now where I don't want to really want to change that much more. Yeah, I hear you. But you have to. You have to keep adapting, and, and, and uh, the next generation uh, changes the rules. And in some things I can settle, but some things I think you just end up becoming out of touch. I'm really having a hard time now, personally, with this whole notion of uh, 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 gender. Yeah. Because gender's changing now oh God, and people I, are binary. And I met I met a wonderful person who wants to be referred to as they and them. Yeah. And I would normally refer to this person as a she or a her, but they don't want to be called that. And I'm trying to be understanding of that because in my mind I'm like, Come on, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love you. Yeah. But you a girl. Yeah. I see a girl, you dressed as a girl, you're presenting as a girl, you look like a girl. I mean, I don't mean any disrespect to you by calling you a girl. Or a woman, <laughs> but I also understand that ma- that sounds like old school dinosaur now. So I'm trying to stay with it, but it's difficult.
0: But everything that I just I don't feel like everything that changes, you have to go with it. You know what I mean? It just because I'm with you on this. I, I I'm not I'm not on board with that with the whole gender. Like as far as on a personal level, mm-hmm. I always say, and I, I will always say that what a grown person chooses to do or believe or whatever and then that's that's fine mm-hmm. and then if you want to i will try to respect you know your wishes sure and, and call you and refer to you the way in and, and the manner in which you want to be referred now forgive me if i slip up from now on you know now and right, again right but
2: but no my intentions are pure
0: by, right i will try to but as far as trying to get me to buy into that whole thing and believe it and and, and sign off on that and pass that on and teach that to my daughter. No, I'm not here for that. I'm not here for that. Okay, you, as an individual, want to be referred to as they or them and, you know, and uh, binary or whatever, I will do that. But as on a concept of me believing this thing and, like, that's the way that it's true that there aren't just two general fuck all that. <laughs> fuck all that. I am not the one.
2: I'm trying to. And there's
0: nothing, it is nothing wrong with, me. there's, like, I don't give a fuck. There's I'm no political correctness. There's just, just I there's hear certain people, things I believe, or whatever, and I'm just entitled to to hold on to to that belief if I want to. It just but it, that's
2: the dinosaur aspect, though, don't n- you think?
0: No, not necessarily, because not everything, not everything that that's new or different is is correct or
2: true or that's right. True, some of, and some of it's a trend.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just yeah, and I just don't. Yeah, I don't have to get on board with it. I I know don't.
2: I know a trans woman in Chicago. We've been friends for a long time, and she only started transitioning within the last year, year and a half. And she's always railing about people misgendering her and how angry her and she is and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, first of all, you just got on this train. So it's going to take people a minute to get to where you are. You've been struggling with this for a year. You've been going to therapy. And and, and so where you're at, the rest of us aren't at that that point right now. So if you could just be a little kinder, again, especially when you know – my intentions are pure. So
0: she's a birth man transitioning right. to a, a woman, exactly. And she's upset that people well, refer to her as a man, man or sir or, sir
2: sir. or things yeah. like that. And I, yeah. I get how that could be frustrating for her. But well, what is again, she, how does
0: she? Where is she in the process physically? Like, she, does she look like a woman? I mean, obviously she doesn't. Or else people would refer to her. As, uh,
2: I think. I don't know the people she's referring to. They're misgendering her if it's if it's strangers people or, or, or people, people who she, she knows. knows because I could definitely see that because that happens for a long time. I I, I know yeah. a, a male, a tra- female to male, a uh, 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 trans man mm-hmm. whose family refuses to call him okay. boy sir right. or by his trans name right. Um, and they still but they're working on it again. Right. Like they've known you for. Twenty-something years, yeah. one way, and now you expect them overnight to get on board. Where, where are you at? Right. So again, I don't know if it's strangers or people that she knows. But even if it's a stranger, again, she, I'm trying, I'm trying to walk this fine line because she ain't cute. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. And she looks a little handsome. Okay. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And I could yeah. see where somebody goes, oh, that's a man dressed as a woman.
3: Yeah. Um.
2: So, yeah. And I think again, that's just a matter of like, you can't also get mad at people for being ignorant. Right, you can get upset and, then, and wish that the world wasn't so ignorant and try to educate the world. But ignorance means you just don't know. Right, you just and people, some people just don't know. They don't know you. They don't know what you're going through. No. So, like my message for the day is: <laughs> take talk to the therapist about your anger.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, we do have to be. I noticed that we we need to be more patient with people. And they're catching up to where we are. Yes. You know, I understand that it's frustrating, but you also have to take time out and realize, okay, I've had time to get Mm -hmm. here. It's going to take other people time to get here, too.
2: Even, like, race relations. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Like, my best friend, when he found out the first time in Chicago... That because uh, he's white, uh, that black people couldn't catch cabs the way white people could, mm-hmm. and he argued with me about it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, you know, but then I was like, I didn't even get upset. like it's thing, because bro. he he would never know. He yeah. has had no experience with that. I had been living in this body twenty something years at that time, so I mm. know that this is. A, and I just said, uh, this is a thing. Come down to the street with me. Right, you'll see me try to catch a cab. Yeah. See what happens. And he saw the cabs swerve around me. This is a Lincoln Avenue in Chicago. It's a mm-hmm. bunch of bars there, and the cabs would swerve around me and pick up white kids that were literally throwing up on the street. Before wow. they pick me up. Yeah. He's like, oh, now that, I see.
0: Yeah, now I see. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least he so, acknowledged when he saw it. Because there's some people that are just so, those are people that, that kill me, the ones that see it. Mm-hmm. And they still excuse it and rationalize it or explain it away. And it's, that's, the, that's the ones that's like, okay, like, do I even need to fuck with you anymore? Because right. you're just kind of insane.
2: Right. They, well, I was thinking <laughs>
0: isolated inc- incidents. And how many isolated incidents make a trend? Right. Right. But I need another one that I think is is an example of of people, and this one is is to women. I think women sometimes you guys need to realize.
2: Oh, I'm so glad, to eh?
0: <laughs> I know, right? She already man. Okay, already. <laughs> just because I'm talking to women, she's already pissed off <laughs> in her feels. No, like when it comes to pregnancy and telling your husband or your significant other or or just the dude who knocked you up, <laughs> okay, <laughs> that you're pregnant. Re- you have to remember. You've had however long it's taken to you to process this, right? Right, and you did this in the privacy of your own whatever, in mm-hmm. the bathroom where you did the test, or the doctor's office where they first told you, and then you had time to sit to think, talk it over with a girlfriend, how do you feel or whatever, yeah. and then you decide how you feel about it generally, and then you break it to the guy, and then that reaction that he gives you right then and there when you get, is the one that
2: you judge him on. That is not fair. That's not fair. It is not fair. Because they, they expect you to be where they at.
0: Right. And it's like, it's been ho- however long, whether it's been hours, days, or weeks, mm-hmm. you know, before you've – and think about all the, the emotions and the roller coaster that you went on before you told him. And then you got to – and then the, the, the things that he's expressing or, you know, his initial reaction – at some point in time during that roller coaster ride, I'm sure you felt the same way. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's not the way you ended up. Right. But, you know, you have to understand that he's always going to get the information secondhand after you've processed it. So give him a break when, if he doesn't react the way that you want him to react or in the most desirable, you know, um, magnanimous way possible, you know, uh, he's going to be shocked. He's going to be scared. He's going to whatever, you know, sometimes not always like me i was i was happy i was ready i was but i was you know it was a different thing i was older and married and all that i was ready for a kid so i was ecstatic when my wife told me um but a lot of times that's not the case and even even and even when a guy is ready whatever a lot of times his initial reaction still will be like it's a scary thing it's a scary thing to be a father um uh you know to be a parent or whatever and a lot of times a lot of uh your first response is like oh my god am i ready Mm-hmm. You know, am I financially ready? Am I emotionally ready? Am I secure? Am this, Can I be a good dad? You know, whatever. And it does not mean that he doesn't want to be a father or that he doesn't want to be there for you. or It doesn't mean any of that. It just means that's his first reaction. And so, you can cut him a little bit of slack.
2: That's here's all my, I'm saying. Here's my initial reaction. If a woman came to me today and said she was pregnant with my baby. You lying <laughs> bitch. I ain't even <laughs> seen a vagina. <laughs> In ten years, <laughs> except for my little my friend's little girl, I changed her diaper, so get the fuck away from me with that lie and have a nice day. also, I respect your gender <laughs> I
0: respect your right to choose <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's funny, but
0: uh okay um. Yeah, now it's time for everybody's favorite segment, Pip's broke ass hacks. Bitch
3: better have my money. Baby. Got to have it. Hey, hey.
2: Well, here I am again, Pip Lily, and I'm broke. Still broke. <laughs> broke, broke. Broke like an electrical pole in Puerto Rico. <laughs> I'm broke. But I know you. some of you out there are broke, too. And as I said before, I'm, I'm not going to teach you how to... You're never going to be Oprah, probably. I'm not going to be Oprah, either. We're never going to have that kind of money. We're never probably going to know wealth. I don't care what people are teaching, teaching you about that. But it's, you're not out. That's all I want people to know. You're not out. I started this segment... Because I wanted to help people that are like me, just financially illiterate, just don't know anything about money. And again, we say to things to people like, oh, you should know that. Oh, that's simple concept. Well, not for everybody. It took me a long time to learn these concepts, and I'm going to try to teach you guys some too. Now, I have some hacks, as I said before, that are real easy, simple things to help you save money right now, like buy things at the end of the season. We're getting to the end of uh, a season now. The fall season, by the way, is almost up, even though we just started fall. But now's the time to start looking for fall sales. That's a quick little uh, hack. But some of these are life hacks that are long that you can use for your life that's going to change you in the long run. This one's going to be really hard. This is perfect because Halloween's coming up soon. So I'm going to scare the shit out of y'all with this today because this scared me the first time I did this. This hack is called the cash challenge. This is what you're going to do. You don't have to do this this week. You should plan out when to do. Planning is a big part of saving money, by the way. Um, But plan out what I want. What I want you to do is pick a week where you budget out your money for that week. Take out that money in cash and only pay in cash for one week. It's harder than it sounds. Because you have to think about everything. You got to think about your gas. You got to think about your food. You got to think about uh, whatever you got to pay for parking or whatever it might be that week. You need to take out that kind of money. All right. Plan it out. So and plan it out. Only paying cash. Now, if you have an emergency or you didn't plan well and you have to use your debit card or your credit card or check, anything that's not cash. All right. If you do that, then you have to forfeit one third of your gross budget that you took out that week. Let's say you just you budgeted out $300 and then you get a some car problem and, it, and that's going to cost $400. Well, you got to use your card for that, right? So use your card. Go ahead, pay that $400. But out of that $300 you took, you forfeit $100. So you only have $200 to use that week. You feel me on that? Hmm. So when that money's gone, you're out. Now, you don't really lose anything. It's your money. right? But it's going to start showing you what your spending habits are and mm-hmm. how much money maybe you're not prepared for. I think uh, the big thing that's going to... Help you is you're going to see that uh, purchase is going to make purchases more tangible. All right. You're going to see your spending time, your spending habits in real time. And you're going to stop pretending that using your card isn't real spending because that's what happens to a lot of people. They think, well, I'm using my card. That do not count. You don't think about that money the same way as where you can actually see it when it's actually tangible in your hands. And then the other thing is it's going to help you control your impulse buys because that's where I think a lot of times, and this is the real hack control your impulse buys. A lot of times, you know, oh, I'm feeling this. Oh, I'm craving this. Oh, I got a taste for this. And we'll throw out the lunch that we made, that we saved our uh, money for, saved money by by making a lunch and just like go out and spend twenty dollars on lunch. Hmm. You know, but if you all of a sudden realize, well, I only got twenty five dollars in my wallet, you're not gonna spend that twenty dollars on lunch. So that's my. Cash challenge. Pick a week. Don't uh, for the first time you try this. Don't pick the first week of the month. That's a too hard because you got rent and and bills and stuff that you got to pay, household bills and stuff like that. So pick an off week of the month and really try to plan it out properly. With the again the gas, parking, whatever you spend money on, try to think what it's going to be. Okay, this week's going to cost me one hundred and fifty dollars. This week's going to cost me three hundred dollars. Um, and take out that money in cash. And just dole it out. Now, if you're scared to carry that kind of amount of money around with you in cash, don't carry it around with you everywhere. Keep part of it at home if you have to. Take out daily what you have to from your stash for the week and put that in your wallet. That actually might help you even more in the long run if you just piece it out daily. Because then again, you're less likely to have impulse buying. And then you won't find yourself at the end of the week going like, oh, I only got $10 left because I spent $280 over the first six days or $290. Mm -hmm. I can't count. That's why I'm bad. That's why I ain't got no money.
1: <laughs> anyway,
2: that's my broke ass hack of the week. Try that out. Let us know how that goes for you. You know, I, I, I do a form of that uh,
0: already. I kind of uh, like I, when when I after I get paid, I give myself an allowance for for like lunch mm-hmm. at work, whatever, and I take out that, that amount in cash, mm-hmm. and I don't use I don't I'm not allowed to use my card. To pay for lunch, only that cash. Mm-hmm. And once that cash is gone, then my budget is gone. And there's days when I'll bring my lunch; I won't use any. Mm-hmm. And then there's days when I'll treat myself and I'll go to a nice place and spend twenty dollars for lunch. Sure, you know. But it just whatever it is, just like when when that that budget when it, when that that cash is gone, then I know it's that's gone. it. That's yeah. it.
2: That's my so, I, I get I gave this out before in an earlier hack about go, when you go out to clubs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm choose cash mm-hmm. because it's so easy to get in the club and think like oh just put all these drinks oh, on my, my tab, tab. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and know? at the, end of the night you spend $150 that you don't really have yep. you don't really really have it but if you had if you had $50 to spend and you took $50 in your wallet then you're gonna do that and you're done when you, when the $50 is gone
0: now see back before I was married I was never like a club guy mm-hmm. that kind of club but when I used to go to the strip club mm-hmm. mm, that's the kind that's the rule I would
2: I don't like strip clubs that. Hmm. I don't hmm. like strip clubs. No, I'm not even gay strip hmm. clubs. I don't, I don't care for them. Yeah. Because I know they, don't, they only want my dollar. They yeah. don't give a shit about me. Yeah. That's. that's I want them to desire me <laughs> for real. <laughs> like, and here's the thing about male strippers. The, uh huh. They always got like patchouli oil and some bullshit like that on. I'm like, you get that on. If you get that oil on my clothes, we're going to have a problem. We're going to have. you going to have to give me some of them dollars <laughs> for my dry cleaning. So, yeah. That was. Uh, cause I
0: definitely couldn't afford to go over budget. So I would have my whatever my budget was for the night.
2: I take this very seriously. I I I, I'll admit something personally here on the air. Uh, I I really have struggled in the last five years with underemployment and depression and health issues. Mm. Um, And those things that was a bad combo. That was a really bad combo, and I had to really. Start rebuilding, mm-hmm. and I just got really serious about it because I'm like, I will not be defeated, yeah, I will so a positive attitude also goes a long way, but I will not be defeated. I'm more than a conqueror. this is my life, and I'm in control. I will not be controlled, I will not be scared of creditors. I will not be scared to pick up my phone because it's somebody calling. I'm not gonna live that life. that is not a good life, right, and so i I'm doing what I have to do. I also know that everything is temporary this yeah. is like it it was like five bad years. So it might be five years of rebuilding, yeah. But then it might be twenty years of greatness. So just buckle down, get your shit together, and move on. That's what I'm doing. I hope that whoever's out there listening to me that's in a similar position can do the same. Cool.
0: Yeah. That's that's true. And there's you know you have ups and downs, whatever. You know, I'm I'm currently in a rebuilding phase. Mm -hmm. You know, like before before I got before I bought my house, I had platinum credit and no debt and well i had a little debt very little um car and a student loan that was pretty much it and then i paid off the car so i just had a student loan and that was it and and had like you know lots of money in the bank Mm -hmm. you know i was saving enough for the house so i had lots of money in the bank whatever and that was whew. that felt good i want to i'm trying to get back to that you know i bought the house and uh and then had to do a lot of things and back in debt you know right, right. <laughs> back in debt and it doesn't feel good So no it doesn't so I'm 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 paying it off slowly but surely and, and then people uh, say
2: like oh everybody's in debt but, well that don't make me feel no better
0: right I'm, I don't care about what everybody's doing right <laughs> so, yeah I want my money so yeah I I, I want yeah I want to get rid of this debt and or at least most of it so that I can go back to me and my family going back to you know having a. A decent standard of living and mm-hmm. you know freedom.
2: Right, you that's know. what money gives you. is yeah, freedom. Freedom. And I, I mean, oh, yeah. I hustle. When I, when I, when I when, I'm not bullshitting when I say I work seven days a week. No, you're not. And since July of this year, I've had three days off. Yeah. And I'm not going to have another day off for the rest of the month of October. I'm going to Chicago for right. four days next month to visit my family, and that's cool. Mm-hmm. But that's just that's what it is right now. Right. I also had several weeks of at home with no job. Mm-hmm. So I've already had that vacation time so I right. can work and I ain't mad about working. I'm grateful to be working. I'm so grateful. I, I show up. I do. I get it done. I get the time in and I because this is what needs to be done to get ahead. Right. There you go.
0: All right. Now it's time for our hypothetical question of the week.
2: Would you read the question, please, sir? I would be delighted to thank you. You dated someone seriously for three plus years. You've been broken up over five years, but today you find out they are now in a same sex relationship. Does that make you feel any kind of way about your time with them, or you do you just chalk it up?
0: or for you, pip, let's flip it okay. they're 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 in a a heterosexual relationship now, okay, since you know. Since
2: Do you want me to go first?
0: Yeah, you go first.
2: All right. So uh I've been in this situation. Mm-hmm. Not 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 the length of time of uh right, that uh, three years, but yeah. but uh for me, one year in is the time where I'm like, okay, I'm invested for mm-hmm. me into a relationship. Uh so anything after that is is just like it's just piling on. But if I find I, I have known a lot of different types of people and a lot of different things, and I think that everybody is different and everybody looks for something different. Mm-hmm. And uh you never really know somebody until they reveal themselves to you, like who they are. And I have been in a situation where I've been with somebody that ends up with a woman. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that like, oh, well, they just trying to be straight now. I think that they might. Well, this person I'm thinking of in particular is attracted to women and men. Okay. And I didn't know it at the time that I dated them. I thought they were only attracted to men. Mm-hmm. To find out they were with a woman was like a shock but then I'm like, hey, well, that's their life.
1: Mm-hmm. They
2: can be whoever they want. We're not even together anymore. We've been up, broken up for over five years. I don't care. You could, you could date a duck. It ain't my fucking business. <laughs> right? Um, if you're happy, great. Good on you. You ain't nobody getting hurt, great. That's all I care about. I just chalk it up. I, I, don't, I don't feel some kind of, I don't think that, oh, well, we was fake when we were together. What we had was what we had. Now they, now they got somebody else. Just the same way I don't think about my ex in Chicago that I lived with, and he said, this house is your house, and the dogs are your dogs. Well, now he's married. Well, it definitely ain't my house. Legally, it's his husband's. So I don't feel any kind of way about his husband. I actually like his husband. You know, They got what they got, and our past is our past.
0: Right. Yeah, uh, same for me. I also can relate to this. This actually happened to me. And, and actually, the, I think the, the numbers kind of are similar uh it wasn't dated it was married over 5 years though and then we broke up and i don't know if it was 5 years later it was probably a little sooner than that probably closer to 2 or 3 or something like that but she uh ended up dating women or or women a woman or whatever and uh yeah she's been with this this woman, in a relationship with this woman relocated and everything and like the whole nine uh no nah, it doesn't make me feel any kind of way at all it not at
2: all it um i talked to my ex-girlfriend but the last girlfriend i ever had mm. because after we broke up and i came out everyone said how first of all how did you not know he was not gay
3: right <laughs> so and she's
2: like i wasn't thinking about that he was a good boyfriend he was a good person we had a good relationship mm-hmm. um and she never and i you know she and i talked about it and she's like you know i i don't feel like you deceived me or anything like that she also knew that at the time I was in college, and I was working it out, I was trying to still work with the idea that like maybe this is a phase right, and it wasn't right, um and you know she was the person I dated, but when I realized it wasn't, and I broke up with her because I realized i don't want to hurt her mm-hmm. because i'm gonna have to come out right, and that's why I broke up with her mm-hmm. so this happens. this is just plain old life shit
0: yeah yeah i don't i don't I find it interesting though that she. Uh, my ex-wife though for a minute she asked she once asked me if I was gay but now I I think about it she's projecting I think yeah she was projecting or fishing to see how I might I react about, about her being yeah. gay or something because you know it really wasn't like you know I said I went to Vegas with some some buddies <laughs> and she asked, I said I went to Vegas with some buddies I didn't say we had an orgy. You know what I'm saying? I just, I went to Vegas and fucked my buddies. I was, <laughs> <laughs> we went to Vegas just with some, some buddies. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like that was a big leap. Like all of a sudden they asked me like if I'm gay, like that was a huge leap. Like where, where'd that come from? I've forgotten all about it. But now I'm like, hmm, that must've been where that, where that came from. You know?
2: I have a cousin, a female cousin that's bisexual. She's married to a man, but I, for, I was one of the few people that she had come out to. And I remember I had come out out mm-hmm. and uh, I was talking about a friend. She goes, is it a friend or a friend?
1: <laughs> I'm like, see,
2: after you come out, we don't have to talk like that no more. We just, a friend's a friend, a fuck buddy's a fuck buddy. Right, right. A it boyfriend's is. a boyfriend. Right. Like I don't, I don't use the Codes. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> if I told you it's a friend, it's a friend. Right. You know, She was always doing stuff like that because that's where she was at because she was still in the closet. And then it was actually it was right before she got married that she came out to her man because I made her. Mm. Because I'm like, you can't get you can't go into the marriage having secret lesbian affairs. Have you ever met a a
0: bi person? Because I've met a few. um, They tend to be women in my experience that fit this particular type of bi person It's like they don't want to cop to being bi. Mm -hmm. Right. So when they're with women, they're lesbian. Okay, but when they're with men, they're straight, and it's like okay. the other thing. It's like the other thing didn't exist.
2: Well, I think there's, there's like, and I'm
0: like, you realize that you're talking to somebody who's known you through all of this. You know what I mean? Like, right? Like I've been like I've been around for the switch. So why are you like acting like? Because I that think, didn't happen.
2: <laughs> I, honestly, this it's true. Because so again, another one of my close friends, uh, Matt. I love Matt. Matt's Matt's bi, and and there's there's definitely a bi phobia because they are mm-hmm. they dis- discrimination from the straights and, and the, gays. the gays. Yeah. So because gay people are like oh you just gay you just right, don't want to admit. Right. They don't want people like you just gay. You don't want to admit. Right.
0: Right. So they don't. Nobody wants to cop to being bi because yeah. it's like the worst. Like like you can't. You just on the fence, you know, right. choose a side, pick right. a side, you are being right. greedy. Right.
2: <laughs> right. Right. They go through all that, all that. And it's like, and you know, do other minorities have it worse? Maybe. Yeah. But that's their cross that's to bear. And pro, it can't, yeah. it, it, it's not nice for them. So it is a thing.
0: I, that's what I thought. I thought it was a thing. And, uh, but it's like, I mean, you could just say that, I don't know. It's just kind of, to me, it's just kind of weird that you're trying to pretend like it didn't happen when, You know I was there for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you didn't just meet me. Right. (laughs) Like, I've met the girlfriends and the husbands. Right. So how are you going to try to act like to me? You know, and then, but then I think this particular person, what I think it is with them, I think they're struggling still Mm -hmm. with the whole gay thing because of their upbringing. Okay. You know, and they try to like, oh. Then why be so adamant when they come out? Yeah, because, you know, I don't know, because they they went back in. They came Um. out and they went back in and it's kind of like oh that was a phase or that wasn't no i'm not bi no i'm not gay national whatever. coming out
2: a day was just this past week
0: but when you came out you told me like you've been that what you always felt like that since you were a kid and you just like oh all gay people say that we have
2: to say that like, there, <laughs> there, <they go>. there <laughs> is there is so much <laughs> hey everybody living your truth yeah just be you life is too short we might have a nuclear war soon do you want to die <laughs> being unhappy and living lies just be you and at the end at the end of it all when you are gone when you when your time is up just be glad that you lived a life a full life that you made you happy and and don't worry about other people's happiness for you you do it that's right okay mail and feedback time
0: Okay, so this this feedback is from BTG, who barely,
2: you called out last,
0: week. Baylor the Great, right? <laughs> and it's 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 addressing the call out. It's addressing uh, some. He 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 killed a couple of birds with this one stone. So just to let you know, it was is referring to the call out from last week, and also and privately, I hit him up about coming on the show, and it's, and it's about that, and uh, maybe some and some other things. So here we go.
3: OG Dino, I heard your jokes. I definitely heard your jokes. I'm not Hollywood. I was born in Inglewood. <laughs> I stayed on the east side. You know what I'm saying? I, I probably was a uh, hood famous, but I'm not Hollywood yet. They ain't gave me that bag yet for me to act like that. Um, I definitely got to come and. Uh, yeah, I mean it's overdue. It's past due. I should have been. I should have been in the studio. Uh, you know, during the show, during the episode, and stuff like that. But you know, with family and sports and all that other stuff that I wouldn't prepare for in life. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that <laughs> got to come first. But I do got to set aside a Sunday where I can come and chill with the crew, and we can talk that, talk that shit, <laughs> talk that shit. Uh, that's it, man. You know, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you right now. I feel like you yelling at me right now. Man. Okay, I'm driving home, fresh off work, and I feel I'm getting ye- like I'm getting yelled at. Oh, and I just finished. We just finished the draft too. So that that should let you know what what time it is and what day it is. So I definitely finished the draft. I feel confident in my team. Think I'm gonna smack everybody up. We are gonna see, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna keep you uh, posted on my availability <laughs> gotta hit my manager <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: now btg he has the most unique cadence his this the way he speaks just his, mm-hmm. his, it's so unique to me and i it just makes me want to laugh like no matter what he says it's like it's funny almost like i don't know it's it's very he kind of reminds me of uh not that he sounds anything like bernie mac but just the uniqueness
2: right of, like of, you recognize that voice, right. whatever it is.
0: Yeah, like Bernie Mac was unique in that way, and just his his whole his his voice along with his cadence and his it was just very unique, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, that's how I feel about BTG. It's, it's not not that you, Bernie Mac, man, sit <laughs> sit down somewhere. You ain't no Bernie Mac.
3: <laughs> Let's not get
0: crazy now. <laughs> Don't get beside yourself. But uh, and he was talking about as far as the draft. Um, I have a fantasy basketball league that mm-hmm. I've I've been in or. Uh, actually running with my nephew even though he's out of it right now been out for a few years we've been doing this thing 17 years now wow yeah 17 years and so btg is in there as well as uh the layman brothers shout out to layman brothers other uh local la podcasters chris and 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 uh jonathan layman from the layman brothers uh sports happy hour shout out to you guys uh they're in, they're in the league as well and uh so btg is in this is his first year And uh, he's about to get mopped up. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, thanks a lot, brother. Thanks for getting back to me. Uh, Thanks for responding. And I will be looking forward to your availability. You know, you have your people call my people and uh, we'll do lunch. Have you bring your ass down here to Red Rock so we can chop it up on air. And uh, so that's it. That brings us to a close
2: for this week's show. (laughs) Time flew by when you talk about rape. (laughs)
1: Did somebody say "rape"?
2: Oh
0: man! So, um, thanks you guys. Thank you guys for riding with us again, and we will get with you next week. Please do not forget to share the show. Uh, check us out. Give us um a review. Yes, you know I mean? we haven't please. had a review in a while. We can use some reviews that will help you know bump up the show and everything. We'll give you a shout out on the air. That's right. We sure will. So, um, so for Deja Monique who is absent, and I'm Pip Lily. Four eight seven eight. This has been the
2: Shiznit. You're listening
1: to the Red Rock Podcast
2: Network.